welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, we're, we're day late on this. Day late, a dollar short. It was uh, a big V day. Yeah, Valentine's Day kind of crept up on us. I think. Yep, it uh, sure did. You you texted me and you're like, "Hey, it's Valentine's Day." <laughs> Today's Valentine's Day, dude. My wife is gonna kill me if we leave. My wife's like, "Yeah, I don't want you to podcast. I want yeah. you to sit here with me." And exactly. I'm like, "Oh, so I want to spend my Valentine's Day." Exactly. And they go out. Like I, I did that last minute. Went and bought a card, <laughs> flowers, a gift card, a card from the kids. Saying, Mom, I love you. Sure. Corporate America just reaching her hand in my pocket, <laughs> not touching anything sensitive, just grabbing my money. Just the wallet. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for nothing, unsatisfied son of a beast. <laughs> oh, corporate America. That's why, like, is it, but I can't say, like, is it Ohio, like, one of the only people that celebrates Sweetest Day? Sweetest Day is very regional. I do not personally I don't, celebrate yeah. it. I don't even know when it is because I told my wife 10 years ago, I was like, don't even acknowledge, don't even bring that holiday up to me. Listen. I am not going to celebrate a weird Hallmark holiday that w- that literally was invented during my lifetime just for them to make money during an off-season for them. No <laughs> way in a hell. Dude, you know what's great about Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day 2.0, <laughs> exactly. six months later. It's ridiculous. It's like, dude, you got Christmas or whatever holiday you spend. You got birthdays. I mean, I understand from like a, a business standpoint that you got to make your quarterly numbers, but... I'm not going to be a victim of that crap, man. Dude, they make like a billion dollars in cards. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And just, just fold up a piece of paper in half and write I love you on it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that won't get you anywhere, though. G- give my wife some free <laughs> sex gift certificates. <laughs> some of these free sex coupons. Babe, I got you exactly <laughs> what you wanted this year. Free sex whenever you, when, listen, whenever you want it. Whenever you want it. Dude, but- Dude, if we're at the fam- your family reunion and you want it, just give me that gift card. You hey, got it. You can you can you can cash these in whenever. Yeah, it's because I love you. Uh-huh. I'm here for you. That's any right. way, any form you need it. All right. But dude, stop calling me dude. <laughs> My wife yells at me all the time. She's like, "Stop calling me dude." I'm like, "Dude, come on." Dude, come on. I say dude way too much. Yeah. And my wife does not like it. Definitely, like, if she's, like, even remotely, like, mildly mad at me. Oh, yeah. Don't, Stop calling me, dude. Don't go there. Yeah. You're just, give, you're just giving her reasons. Yeah, I give her lots of reasons. But whatever. Let's talk some <laughs> Dynasty fantasy football. Uh, today, we're going to talk rookie quarterbacks. All right. Yippee. Yeah, buddy. Such a strong class. Yeah. A lot of uh, question marks. This is a this is a very tricky class to nail down, I dude, think. Dude, it's like the Riddler walk, walking around. There's right. question marks everywhere on here confusing it is uh it's very hard to figure out this uh, point. and l- l- let's say this before we begin to it like we say this every year when we talk about quarterbacks besides james winston because we were all in on james winston we knew he was gonna be sweet sure it's kind of hard to put a stamp on a quarterback because they're all question marks yeah i know a lot of the times especially with the way that the um college you know just the way the game is it's really everything is a projection projection for the most part there's not a lot of college teams that run pro style stuff that you can really translate apples to apples to the nfl game yeah like everybody's a project just right. about everybody is a project everybody right. we're going to talk about today is a project and the and the one thing that unfortunately uh like you and i 
and really nobody gets to know other than the scouts that are sitting there interviewing these people is what the guys got in between their ears. Oh so, yeah. I mean, draft that, day. What was that kid's name? Calhoun. I actually never watched that movie, but uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm not going to watch some crappy movie about the Browns. Sorry. I mean, I can't even, I can barely watch the Browns on Sunday and I'm a Browns fan. I'm not going to watch a movie about the Browns too. Okay. Um, but we literally don't know what the heck is going on. If they got total crap for brains or, or they can actually process this information or if they're a knucklehead, you know? So, um, that's the one part of the thing. This is kind of like the, that's kind of like the X factor in a lot of these uh, prospects. Yeah. It's the most, this is what defines an NFL career. I mean, you have to find the right quarterback. If you don't find the right quarterback, you're not long for the NFL. You're going to get right. fired. It's right. that simple. And these guys get paid millions and millions of dollars to find this guy. And that's extremely hard to do. And there's probably like 16 viable quarterbacks that could take you to the playoffs and help you win a Super Bowl in NFL. I know we were doing like, I was with somebody like a couple of weeks ago and we sat in the car and we we're like, okay, let's go through the quarterbacks. That could help you win a Super Bowl or sure. give you an opportunity to sure. win a Super Bowl. We came with like 16. All right. I, I'm surprised it's that many, to be honest. And some of those guys were just like, and some like one of them was Joe Flacco because he won a Super Bowl. So we had to include him in the list. Right. He got hot and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. So, and I mean, and when you think about that, like how big the NFL is, how big the world is, now it's just one position, 16. 16 guys that can play this position well yeah, no doubt and we're a couple podcast hosts and you know these guys are out there like this is what their life their livelihood is to study these guys right and break them down and they can't get them right and they can't get them right right so we sit here and we kind of break them down and give you our opinion on them uh where in a position in dynasty fantasy football unless you play a super flex league which i do not do you i do not Will you be soon? I will be soon. Oh, yeah. Keep Ooh, those donations yeah. coming in because we'll be picking the winners here in about a month and a half or so. Ooh, Ooh can't wait to get that Superflexly going. I can't wait either, man. Pimping that bad boy on myfantasyleague.com. Mm-hmm. Log it in there. Win a couple championships. Talk about how great of a Superflex player I am. <laughs> in. But uh, just where, like, if you're not, I mean, the quarterback position is undervalued. These guys are going to drop no matter what because of just of who they are in your draft. Even in a super flex league, I'd still be hesitant somewhat to draft one of these guys because I would just wait and draft like the fourth guy because I feel sure. just as good doing that. Sure. Um, but at the same time, having a franchise quarterback on your dynasty team is the X factor as well to win in a fantasy football championship. They do score the most points. They are the go-to guys. But when you get one, you could rock one of these guys for about 12 years. That's, and good with it. I think that's the key to getting one of these guys and getting them young is – it gives you so much flexibility in your draft. You don't have to worry about it for so long that you can really, really fill out the rest of your team once you have one of these young guys and that that establishes himself as a, you know, go-to elite guy. And it's nice because, like, one of these guys, you, you can always grab one. It never hurts to grab a quarterback, like, late in the draft. Like, I remember, like, I drafted Andy Dalton late in the draft, like, third round. Um, when he was a rookie, and he's still on my roster. It's a nice, you know, guy you could throw in there here and there if somebody goes down. Um, but it's always good to grab one. Yeah, I mean, if he he's one of those players that if he if he gets hot, it's I mean he's finished in the top ten multiple right, times. Absolutely. So, um, we're gonna talk about some quarterbacks. What we like, we don't like. I think the highest graded quarterback we've done since the podcast has come out is Jameis Winston. Yeah. Uh, yeah. there's no quarterback since then that we've liked that high. I think he's like one of the only quarterbacks that we've ever mocked out in the first round of a draft. Actually. 
Could be. I mean, that, that was, uh, I mean, obviously we haven't been doing it long enough to get like the Andrew Luck, who would have been a slam dunk. Yes. Obviously first round pick guy too. He um, went out the year before we, uh, I believe so. Yeah, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, cause this is year three of us doing a rookie's breakdowns. Um, before we that, there's two little news and notes in the NFL. Uh, before we get into these quarterbacks, sure. One, Victor Cruz, salsa man himself, cut. He's been cut. Yep. He's been cut. Uh, probably wrap that up as a career, right? I would say so. Yeah. I mean, he might get like a veteran minimum type of invite to camp type of deal, where if he doesn't show that he can move, he'll be cut, and that'll be the end of the the line for him. But because he did get cut, because I mean, he was making good money, so they'd have something to play with it. Sure. But I mean, a new a no, you know, kind of like watch. But he's most likely done. He's not gonna be a really a viable option for your fantasy team. Um. I'd feel safe cutting bait on him if you need to make room and not feel really feel bad about it. Um, another player, same team, Rashad Jennings. Also cut. gone. Yeah, they're clearing some space, man. Yeah, he's safe to cut, period, off your dynasty team. Um, he might latch on somewhere, but it, it'll be, you know, in a committee role at best. Yeah, too, many, I, too many good rookies coming in, man. Right, right. No, I, that's right. I, I'm agreeing with you, but saying, you know, maybe not completely write him off quite yet. You're agreeing with me, but kind of not agreeing right, with me. Right, exactly. I don't know if I'd cut him. I mean, there's no reason to cut him right now, per se, unless you need to like no, I guess. get get your roster in order for some reason in February. Um, so give, I don't think I'd get rid of him. Completely. Gives Paul Perkins a boost. Um, yeah, I think that. I mean, I think that's the obvious. Um, that's the biggest story from those two getting cut is you know Paul Perkins is obviously kind of has a. A, a a path paved for him to uh, get the lead back. I still see that. I, I still see Paul Perkins as a, the change of pace back um, that's going to come in there and contribute, which is still quality for your fantasy team to be that number two kind of chase uh, change of pace back. I look for this, the Giants to either uh, sign a running back in free agency or most likely draft a running back. So just add them to the list of this deep running back class where someone go in and have instant Instant production. Again, I, I, there's about 16 running backs in this class that can go out there and be quality fantasy starters for your team, and now the Giants are another team on that list that can be a team that supports one of those guys. So I'm, I'm, I'm not 100%. I think I've been kind of leaning more towards Paul Perkins being able to take on a bigger role than you think. I, he's it, bigger. He's, not, he's smaller, but he's bigger and thicker. I, I, I kind of think that he could end up being the guy there, and then they get a complimentary piece as maybe maybe a one dimensional type of you know two hundred thirty pound guy where they just bring him in short yardage type of thing, but I think that I think that he can be their guy. Well, that's the running back I see him bringing in for sure, like the big the bigger back, like that two twenty back, a guy like uh maybe Samaje Perine, right? Sure, uh, sure. A guy like that coming in there, Deontay Foreman, Deontay for like yeah, Deontay Foreman like perfect for that role right. for them, which would which would. But still, to me, and it's still like a first, the, second down back kind of. Out of the two of those guys, I would rather Paul Perkins because I think he'll be catching passes. I think that's kind of. Oh, agree. I mean, it, those and, guys fall right in that Derrick Henry category for me. Right, right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you hope they would bring in a guy like that because that just that more cements Paul Perkins' role in the offense. Right. One, he does have an opportunity possibly to be that every down back. Sure. Uh, maybe they give him that opportunity. It all depends where they draft this running back in that situation. Mm-hmm. But they bring a guy in like that. Like you said, that that solidifies Perkins' role as hey, we're gonna use utilize him on third downs every time. He'll get some second down pack, you know, some packages as well, and be a really good viable fantasy out. out you know, yeah, I, I mean, there. I could see him, you know, getting a, close to a thousand yards and then getting another five, six hundred yards receiving and you know, sixty balls, like fifty, sixty catches. So I mean, 
that's the kind of guy I think he is. And, and, you know, obviously that's like the, I mean, I, I think that's a pretty, pretty decent player right there. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. I think, uh, what do you think his value is right now? What do you, you think you get Paul Perkins for like a mid 2017 second? No, I think you probably could have. I think, I honestly think his hype train is going to start going now that they cut Rashad Jennings so early in the off season. I think, I think his value is going up. So I think, I think we'll touch this. We'll touch base on this again after the NFL draft that we should really pay attention who the Giants draft. And if they do take a guy like Deontay Foreman, and say they take a guy like Deontay Foreman in the second round, right, which is completely realistic, you know, a big body, good running back. Deontay sure. Foreman's a good running back. Sure, yeah. Um, maybe it's somewhat limited in his fantasy out, you know, outlook just because of, he might be touchdown dependent. Yeah. But we know how we feel about those guys. Um, but if they take a guy like that in the second round, the, the, Foreman tra- the Foreman hype train will rise. And then that might be a good then. Good time. We'll talk back about it about sure, buying sure. Paul Perkins because I mean, yeah, that, that, yeah, people will be talking about Foreman. They just drafted him in the second round, but then you can look back at it just thinking, hey, Perkins is probably going to be the more better, valuable. I mean, I, asset and fantasy wise, right? I personally don't think Foreman's going to be a guy that's taken in the second round in the NFL draft. I think he's probably a guy that's going to be taken in the third to fourth round range. Okay, just because they, I mean, the running backs have been devalued. I mean, let's just face it in the NFL. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know how many are going to be taken in the first round period. I'm probably one, maybe two, right? Well, it depends your scheme. Like if you, right. if your scheme, like De- Deontay Foreman, I think what he has going for him is his unique style of play. He's a big body, strong running back that just ran for 2000 yards. I think if you're looking for a guy like that in your system, cause you have Paul Perkins and you don't mess around. Cause I think he could, I think he could really help an NFL team, but we'll see. I mean, right, I guess, right. I mean, it's kind of too early to speculate. I still right. want to see the combine, which is coming up here in the next two weeks. It is. Um, let's get into some of these quarterbacks. Sure. Now, I don't know what order you have your quarterbacks in. Um, I did not tell you the order. You did not tell me your you order. You told me your order, which was different than my order. We'll put that that actually, when I read that to you, wasn't even necessarily my order. Okay. It's kind of my order. All right. Um, but before we get into the quarterbacks, I mean, Let's go over the names that we're going to be talking today. Sure, right? sure. Uh, Mitch Trubisky. Right. Deshaun Watson. Right. Pat Mahomes. Uh-huh. Deshaun Kaiser. Yes. Davis Webb. Brad right. Kaya. Nathan Peterman. Okay. Okay. Yep. So out of these, out of this group, I know you told me a couple of weeks ago who was your favorite quarterback for the Browns. Um, we were talking quarterbacks for the Browns. You told me who your favorite was. Has that changed now that you watch some more tape and you have a better uh, – range of these quarterbacks now because they uh, get ready for the podcast yeah it did uh, not dramatically though who's your number one quarterback coming in this class um right now it's mitch trubisky okay because i know it wasn't him a couple weeks ago. no it wasn't he was my number one quarterback right. in this uh class okay so we'll start there for sure now i do have somewhat of a bias for my boy mitch because he is from menor ohio which is right where we're sitting right now we are currently sitting in menor ohio crazy Everything's better and better. Okay, that's the way. We, that's our slogan. Everything's better and better. It's a glorious place to live. Uh, we're about twenty-five minutes outside of Cleveland, but uh, it's a glorious. Place. So I like. I've known Mitch Trubisky forever. I mean, sure. when, when he played in high school here, he was phenomenal. So uh, my neighbor coached him. Okay. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, right. Insight right. Mitch Trubisky. Uh, so Mitch Trubisky, quarterback, UNC, six foot. Three inches, two inches. We'll find out. We'll find out. There has been some. Uh, there has been some talk that he may measure. Maybe six one. I bet he measures yeah. six two. I have ho- a split the difference. I hope so. Yeah, they got him listed at like six three. I think. Yeah, and six one's not terrible, but it's not as good as six two. Right. 
He weighs about 220 pounds. This is a guy. Now, so the biggest thing on Mitch Trubisky you're going to keep hearing is, oh, he only played one year. He only played one year. Even though he had, he played in games the last two years before that uh, behind Wilson. I mean, last year he had 3,748 yards, 30 touchdowns, six interceptions for 68% accuracy. And if you take out that hurricane game he played in, he'd be in a 70% accuracy uh, category. He ran for 308 rushing yards and five touchdowns. His career, he had 4,762 yards and 41 touchdowns. Right. He's a strong-armed, accurate, athletic quarterback, really deceptive with his speed because he's like a bigger, like, thicker quarterback, like almost like a like a Big Ben kind of quarterback, but he's pretty quick on his feet there. He can move, definitely. Yeah. Um, he showed they could understand uh, and read some coverages and pre-snap. He showed that on tape. Kept his eyes downfield all the time. And, I mean, it's just basically his accuracy and decision-making is what's going to be the key to his success as an NFL starter. And I don't really care about him starting one year. That's not mind-blowing to me because all these quarterbacks are developmental anyways, so he can sit, and that's not, I don't have a problem with that. But when I talk NFL quarterbacks, this is what, like, what I'm looking for out of a quarterback. As a Browns fan, I'm always looking at quarterbacks because I've, I haven't had one since Bernie Kosar in 85. Correct. So I want, two th- I want my quarterbacks to do two things really well, right? Mm-hmm. I want them to be smart, and I want them to be accurate. Right. That's it. I don't care if you could throw the ball from your knees 65 yards. That doesn't mean anything for me. I don't care if you could run a 4-5 and you're excellent outside the pocket because I don't care about that either. I want you to be able to stand in the pocket and make the throws. Right. The best quarterbacks in the NFL, the quarterbacks that win Super Bowls, are pocket quarterbacks. All right. How many of these dual threat quarterbacks do you see that are highly successful? Cam Not, Newton got to the Super Bowl. Right. Steve Young got to the Super Bowl, but Steve Young can still throw from the pocket as well. Sure. You and have Cam, to, you have to be able to throw from the pocket. And Cam when he went to the Super Bowl, not last year, the year before that, he showed he improved drastically on his pocket presence. Right. He was making some great throws from the pocket. So again, I want my quarterback to be smart and I want him to be accurate. And and that's the one thing that you know I really took away from um, Mitch Trubisky's tape. I really liked his ball placement and and his accuracy on on the throws. He really he really allowed his receivers to catch the ball and kind of make plays and stuff like that instead of having to like come back towards balls or or you know lurch at balls and reach at balls and stuff like that. Where I mean I don't I mean I don't want to discourage Deshaun Watson because I, I I do think he's a you know like a he's a he's a good quarterback a good college quarterback. I'm just not sure he has the accuracy. We'll get to him next. Yeah, and and for the NFL, and it's hard because that's. <laughs> That's the one thing you really can't teach. You can't. I unless mean, unless you see some of the accuracy issues. like Unless it's like mechanics. Mechanical right, footwork. Because right. footwork is huge for accuracy. It really is. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later with another one of these prospects. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, Deshaun, like Deshaun Watson, for example, he has really good footwork. And that's what's kind of odd. Like his accuracy is mental because his footwork is correct. But when he goes to throw the ball, he's still off, which is a concern because that means... He's just probably reading the runners wrong, the routes. It's just like he's just not an accurate quarterback. He's just, I just don't think he's accurate, man. He misses high a lot. He misses deep. And let's get this. Hold on, because we're going right. to him next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I like Deshaun Watson. All right. But uh, Mitch Trubisky, super accurate. Super accurate. He was in, a, you know, obviously he was in a shotgun offense. Um, so it's, you know, it's a lot of projection as to whether or not how he's going to translate, I guess. I think there's only two quarterbacks we're going to talk about in this class that weren't shot, weren't shotgun. I know, I know, I know. We already mentioned it, but at least it was an air raid. <laughs> no, no, they did. They run a lot of good tempo stuff though, which yep. is, which is something I like. Um, 
because you know that that puts a lot of stress on the quarterback mentally because they got to be able to process a lot of stuff at the line of scrimmage and stuff like that to just run no huddle and and run high tempo stuff. So hopefully that kind of stuff will translate to the NFL as far as just processing speed for his brain, um, which is one of the reasons I, I another one of the reasons I really like this guy and, and kind of bumped him up. Yeah, and with his one year in there where he's sitting there like making pre like pre snap calls right. and calling out coverages. Right. I mean, I love that from a first year start. And again, he did play like he did play like he got in st- snaps, he got in games right. uh, for the last couple of years. I know the year before. Uh, in 15, he didn't even throw a single interception. I mean, he threw five touchdowns, but he didn't throw a single interception. He threw six touchdowns on 47 attempts and no touchdowns the year before. Yeah, I mean, he played nine games in 2015. He played in 10 games in 2014. Uh, so, again, he he was getting mixed in there right. early on as a freshman as well. Big kid, strong kid, fast, smart, accurate. I mean, what else is there to like out of your quarterback? These are everything I want on my quarterback. Is he raw? Yes. But you know what? That's what an NFL coach's job is supposed to be. Right. I, I'm anxious to see um, see him at the like the scouting combine, see what he measures in at, see how he's taking um, snaps and drops from center, um, and just to make sure that that kind of stuff is all smooth in his game as well. Because you don't really get a chance to see it on tape at all. So okay. that's one of those things that you know you never got to see really. Well, I, I I'm I'm excited for him as well. He's my number one quarterback. I would not be surprised if he's he's going to be a top three pick. But we'll see. Because everybody's sure. saying. This there's so much talent in this draft at in defense, like it's gonna be hard to take one of these quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want somebody who could be a franchise quarterback from an NFL standpoint, I think Mitch Trubisky is the safest pick, sure. in my opinion. Sure. Um, next guy, let's get into Deshaun Watson. Uh, where do you have Deshaun Watson on your rankings for quarterbacks? Uh, third. Third. Okay. So Deshaun Watson, we all know he is Clemson, six foot two, two hundred seven pounds. Uh, this is a guy that went thirty two and three in college. 1,934 rushing yards, 44, that's a 4.4 average yeah, Russian. Right. 26 touchdowns Russian. Had a 67.4% completion uh, percentage, 10,618 passing yards, 90 touchdowns, 32 interceptions. Now, this is a guy that just won a na- national championship. Coming off back-to-back national championships as well. Played well in both of those games. Both of those games he threw for over 400 yards. Back-to-back national championship games. Yes. Okay. Okay. He's a big-time player. Yep. Big-time player, clutch. He's a winner. If you like your quarterback to be a winner, he is a winner. Big time. I mean, this is a guy who had fourth-quarter comebacks in the national championship game versus number one Alabama, versus number three Louisville, and number 12 Florida State. Uh, and, I mean, Florida, not Florida State. And he had, like, an overtime comeback win versus somebody as well. Um, NC State? Yeah, I think so. It says overtime against next to his NC State game. So. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, he had that comeback win as well. He just has that playmaking ability, man. The guy does not panic under pressure. He has a really solid delivery. Does have good mechanics, like we mentioned earlier. Right, he has right. good mechanics. Um, but again, it's accuracy. I mean, this guy would miss wide open guys that are ready to score touchdowns. And Mike Williams, nonetheless. Mike, um, I, I mean, here, here's, here's my like complete take on the guy. He's a total gamer. He has accuracy issues. Mike Williams bailed him out a lot, a lot, man. And so did his other, so did his other wide receivers. He just nothing. I did not see a lot of passes that were on the on the mark. I mean, of course he made some. I mean, he had to make some, but it's it's too infrequent for me. Way too infrequent. Accuracy so is just it's it, it, his his is he'll look amazing in some games or some drives in some games. 
and then it then he reverts back to being he's kind of scattershot man and and for me that that's not going to fly at the next level man where the windows get smaller and and you really got to fit the balls in man it's, it's, scattershot it's a hard adjustment scattershot accuracy is not good man and it's the thing he like sometimes you're like okay this quarterback misses on the deeps he misses on the watson misses on the shorts he misses on the deeps he misses, he misses consistently on the he deep misses fade high all over the field. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where the heck you're at. And when I was shocked too for a guy that was six two, I saw tons of balls tipped at the line. Uh, yeah, that issue as well. I mean, he had a lot of balls tipped at the line of scrimmage. Um, I mean, that, that stares that comes, down his wide receivers. That comes down to like re- release point and stuff like that. I mean, if you're if you're not throwing completely over the top and and releasing it high, then you know you have a tendency to get balls tipped. And those defensive linemen are are most of the time they're bigger than six two. I mean, oh for sure. So. I mean, that's. I mean, it's coming from a spread offense, most which mostly played half the field. But I mean, that's a big deal because you guys like Marcus Mariota. Um, sure, no, Cam Newton right. came for that had were success. I mean, I'm, I mean, we're at the point now where you can't knock a guy for being in a spread offense. No, you used to be, you used to be offense. able to, but it's everywhere now. Yeah, you, you can't knock anybody. for That's that. why there's not as many good quarterbacks. Right. Um, I mean, and Deshaun Watson, like he makes smart. You know what I like about him too is like you'd watch him and like he wasn't afraid to throw the ball away. Right. He, no, and that's for, a silly something to say. Like, you're like, oh, why are you bringing that up in a podcast? Because tons of quarterbacks, it's like a hard thing to teach a quarterback right, right. not to be a hero, to be smart. Like, you can make a smart play by throwing the football away. And I saw him do that at times. Like, good for you. That's yep. a good throw yep. right there, throwing that ball away. But again, it's those accuracy issues, man, which is weird because his college completion percentage is 67.4%. Right. Which From, is good numbers. Heck yeah. But it's, the misses were bad. They're bad, man. And, and from what I hear, he's a great, he's a great leader, he's a great kid. He's real. I mean, like, he should be able to pick the, pick up the game mentally from whatever everything I've heard. But it, it doesn't. To me, it doesn't matter if the guy can process the game, but he can't hit throws. It, it He's gonna need matter. a hell of a coach, right? You, yeah, exactly. He's gonna need a hell I'm, of a coach. I'm just not sure how much of that you can fix. And that's what I'm worried about too. Because if it can be fixed, he's gonna be really good. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, to me, he's just one of those guys. Like, if he's in my rookie draft this year, even if I'm in a super flex league. Like you said, he's your number three quarterback. He's right there, like number two, three for me too. Um, just because of upside, if it can get fixed, sure, his rushing ability. Sure. Uh, but at the same time, it's just kind of like even a super flex league. I'd I'd just rather go running back, you know. And like, I'll wait for next year. Yeah, Baker Mayfield yeah. or somebody like that coming out. Um, but he he is somebody like I would like once I'm like kind of spent on these players. Like okay, I'll take a, I'll take a chance on Deshaun Watson in a third, like third. Right. I mean, he's, I feel like he's a guy that he's one of those people that did not benefit from coming back as far as draft stock is concerned. No. I think if, if he was in last year's draft, he probably would have gone pretty high. Yeah. I, we'll see. These quarterbacks always get pushed up, man. I know. But right. here's the thing. I can easily see, we see this all the time, that one quarterback that drops in the draft. And like, oh, how's this guy? It happens all the time. Sure. I think Deshaun Watson has to ring all, because there's a, I can see Pat Mahomes jumping him. In this draft, okay. I think Deshaun Kaiser can go ahead of him in this draft. I think Deshaun um, Kaiser could, and I think Watson can slip. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Watson slipped to the second round. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. I would be, I would, I would be surprised if he went in the first round. To be honest, only because quarterbacks get that, get that bump. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for yeah. me, besides Mitch Trubisky, I'd be surprised if any of these quarterbacks went in the first round. Personally, just that's just me. All right. Um. So the number two guy on your board, who is it? Deshaun Kaiser. Okay. Let me, turn my, let me turn my page here. Turn your page. <laughs> my news and notes. Uh-huh. Mr. Mr. Uh, Golden Domer himself. 
Um, six four and a half. Right. Two hundred thirty pounds. He's. I mean, he's big, prototypical size. Oh, NFL. size. Yeah. You're talking about the guy that looks like NFL quarterback. It's Deshaun Kaiser. I mean, this is a guy that went what thirty. He went thirteen ten. 60.79% completion percentage, 5,805 yards, 47 touchdowns, 19 interceptions. Uh, ran the ball 264 times for 997 these yards. Are, and these are touchdowns. career numbers you're talking. Yes. This is 2016 and 2015. Yeah. I mean, this guy is just a gifted, dual-threat quarterback with a great arm. He has got uh, easily the best arm in the draft. Deep ball. Oh, terrific. Amazing. He could throw from the pocket. And I mean that's why and on the move and on the move he's got he's got crazy good athleticism for being that size. I think Pat Mahomes has the best arm in this draft. Really, depth wise, just throwing the ball deep. That's all. Okay, Heiser's right there too. But I'm just saying, like, uh, if you're I, gonna throw the ball, have a if you're if you're gonna Uncle Rico it and throw it over the mountains. I bet I'd put my money on Mahomes. All right, I don't. I mean, moving on. Okay, We're talking Kaiser. Talking Kaiser now. Um, he obviously he he had. He's had some issues on like shorter routes with some of his accuracy. Um, Showed some nice touch, but but literally, like yeah, for like the deep throws and some of the amazing, you know, out routes and and deep ins and stuff like that, he has got a great placement on some throws, man. So I, th- if I'm a coach, I I see him as a piece of clay that I can mold. I I and he is and 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 he. Because his fundamentals are all over the place. Yeah, exactly. He needs he needs to tighten up his his fundamentals and and some of that kind of stuff. But just from an arm and straight up quarterbacking, I think he's probably the best prospect in this draft. He is a solid prospect that has the highest ceiling. I think he's got the highest ceiling in this class. But he is very, very inconsistent. I agree. Uh, I, I mean, agree. And what it really boils down to is just his footwork. I think a lot of his accuracy issues come from his footwork. And and those are the kind of accuracy issues I feel that can be fixed. I mean, you get you get a guy in there to, to work on your footwork and you get him you get him going a little bit in that area and, and things start clicking. Because I've seen throws that look beautiful. Like NFL beautiful throws. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And it's just he's again like he. I mean, he he releases the ball at different points at times. Again, I mean, his footwork was all over the place. Right. Um, and a lot of times I saw him too. Like he throws the ball like too like consistently throwing the ball too hard. Like even like I don't, and I wonder if that's something I'm sure he could work on that. But like even on these short passes, he's th- I see him like he's overthrowing yeah, his court right. runner because he's throwing the ball too hard. Like he's like he's like ripping it. You right. know what I mean? It's right. like what are you doing, dude? It's like. Throw a little touch on there. When he does throw a touch, it's nice. Like, again, I'm with you. The kid's made some beautiful throws, but he's also does so much stuff there. Like, I'm literally, like, one player, like, oh, nice. Next minute, you're like, what the hell is this guy doing? He's got some stuff to clean up for sure. But um, he doesn't have, like, consistent accuracy issues. They're, they're there. Um, but I think they are tied more to footwork and stuff like that than anything else. And And hopefully... Hopefully an NFL coach can get that stuff straightened out. I don't know. Yeah, they um, say sometimes like on those uh when on those balls when I was looking into it where he does throw them like real hard to those shoulder balls, is they that could be sometimes they say that could be harder to fix because that's all subconscious. Right. So it's just kind of like mental. That's almost, it's almost like seeing ghosts and you're just like all amped up and just gotta get rid of the ball. Gotta get gotta gotta, gotta get gotta get gotta, yeah. get gotta get rid of it. He could be developed. I mean he's a total development quarterback. So yeah. it's kinda like yep, yep. where are you? What do you have around him? Um, do you have a guy like to me like he'd be like a perfect guy for like the Saints 
You know what I mean? Or something like even a Patriot, like a, a team like that, where he can go there and sit a couple sure. of years from a really good sure, coach sure. and learn how to play football and learn the right mechanics. And this, but this is a guy I could easily see be ready in like a year and a half. What if what if Deshaun Kaiser went to the Cardinals and sat behind Perfect Carson Palmer was coached up by pick number Bruce, 12? Bruce Arians like Perfect. Like that that's a great Perfect. that's a great situation. If that happens to him, you know, there then I'm like, okay, that's a pretty good spot. Right. You know what I mean? I, I like if I'm in a super flex league, like okay, I might be willing to gamble there. Sure. Um but at the same time, you know, it's like, well, all the receivers are going to be gone. But still, yeah, you like the co- you like the spot. I like him. the coaching is what I like, you know, and and the the fact that he would get to sit for a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, some okay. So I don't like the inconsistency with Kaiser. Right. He he worries me there. Um, I don't like that he was just a loser. I mean, he was just a loser <laughs> in college. I mean, <laughs> that program was kind of like messed up. Then. It was, but at the yeah. same time, it's like, dude, you're the quarterback, and he was you in mean? and out of the in and out of the lineup too. Like they didn't do him any favors. I in mean, that respect. And, and I will say this too. You can make the same argument for Trubisky that they did better. Oh, I already forgot the other quarterback's name that was there before me, Sullivan or whatever that he, he backed up. Like they, he actually did better than Trubisky, and he actually had a better record than Trubisky uh, at UNC. So I mean, Kaiser got worse after like some of the talent left as well. You know, Jalen Smith getting hurt. Uh, but at the same time, it's just kind of like, come on, dude. Like you did. I mean, your team was terrible. Right. I mean, you can't even make a bowl game essentially with that with with how bad you played and as a good as a quarterback like that with that much skill talent for a guy that you were talking about in the beginning of the year like this guy could be the number one pick in the draft to just flame out like that is that's concerning as well to me i no, i get it i get it and he's like on the exact opposite end of the spectrum i guess from deshaun watson in that respect um yeah. actually in kind of a lot of respects yeah i mean uh, he's <laughs> it's, it's night and day different quarterbacks right but again when we we're talking before like a quarterback that could sit there and make the pocket throws the, the the thing that you want your quarterback to be is deshaun kaiser and at the same time at the same time i could also say hey did he rely on his athleticism too much like in college it's like some of the reason he was super successful is because he is big strong athletic in college and that's why he was you know he found some the success he did have right and that and that's one of the things that's impossible for us to impossible impossible for us to know so that's why it's like these quarterbacks like i don't try to be super smart i just read i tell you right this is what it is and I, I mean i tell you what i see and then yeah I, you know you got to do as much research as you can but there's no way to know yeah if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing or, or you know if they're studying you have no idea yeah i don't care if you're in your basement all night drinking mountain dew you're not a quarterback guru. Right. If you were, you'd be in the NFL. Exactly. And moving on. Let's talk about Pat Mahomes next. All right. All right. QB, Texas Tech. A lot of hype talking about this guy possibly going in the first round of the NFL draft as well. Um, six foot three, 220 pounds of Texas Tech. Sure. Uh, he went 13 and 16 with a 63.5% completion percentage, 11,252 yards. These are all career stats. Yeah, I'm giving right? all career yep. stats every time. I should have said that pre-note. Yeah. 93 touchdowns and 29 interceptions. This guy, like I said, oh, you brushed the ball for 845 yards and 22 touchdowns as well. This guy has an excellent, excellent arm. He scrambles well. He has great escapability. Throws well on the run, which is really nice. Always keeps his eyes downfield, which is nice. Um, in 2016, he led the NCAA in passing yards with 5,052 passing yards. And he came in third with touchdowns. I think he had like 40 or something. He had 41. 41. 41 to 10 um, interceptions. And he improved all three seasons that he played 
He he can prove in pretty much every statistic that there is. He did. Um, yeah. he got Absolutely. I'm, look, I'm looking year. right at him. They all they're all going up. Obviously, 14 to 15 is the biggest jump. But yeah, he, he was not a full time. I mean, this is a guy that could throw a ball, flick of the wrist, one of those guys. But he, he is. He's got some serious, serious bad mechanics, though, man. Oh, so terrible. Like the worst I've looked at in a long time. I mean, there, I mean, you say he's got the best arm. I'm not. I don't see that, man. I see oh, some I saw, balls that I flutter. Ripping the ball. I mean, like, he can. He can, but he throws off balance, and sometimes the ball's well, fluttering but that's out of there. The reason, yeah, but the whole, yeah, but see when I see that though, you're like, oh, the ball is fluttering because he threw off balance. So right, because his mechanics are shit. His mechanics are terrible, dude. I mean, yeah, they're pretty bad. I mean, here's the thing too. All right, poor mechanics is his probably his big, biggest thing. He's a gun ho thrower, right? Sure. But sure. the worst possible thing you can say about this guy, the worst, is he's coming from the air. Raid right. offense, right, right. So which, he he doesn't. I mean, he, which has failed at a nearly a hundred percent rate. <laughs> it's okay, it's been pretty bad, man. I mean, we're talking about a hundred percent fail rate at it's, the air raid offense, and that means it's just you know he never takes a snap under center. He never huddles up. He's never, never huddles up. Right. Um, he's always behind the offense. That's pretty predictable. Yeah, it's heavily predictable. Uh, he has no pass rush because get rid of the ball so often. He's not making reads. It's, they're pre-designed plays. So he right. drops back and throws the ball. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of... To, to me, this guy is literally all hype for me, and I don't want anything to do with him at this point. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with him either. It's just, he's just a, he, he's a hot mess back there. It's a hot mess. Yeah, dude, he's got a ton of yards. He makes plays all over the field. This crap ain't going to fly in the NFL. No. Nothing that he does looks like an NFL quarterback no. to me. I mean, so. literally, as soon as you say air raid offense, like Texas Tech, you might as well be like, okay, you are off my list. I'm just going to go with odds. Yeah. I mean, odds are that he's going to be, he's not going to be any good. But watching the tape for me, I can't see how anybody's like, oh, I love this guy. He's going to be a first round pick. I mean, don't get me wrong. Somebody in the NFL could. But for for me, he doesn't look anything. Dude, he does not look scouts. anything like an NFL quarterback to me. Dude, I've been reading scouts that say uh, that this guy's gonna be like the best. He's like the best option. Then, then just punt this year, man. Just yeah, punt. I don't, I don't don't, if he's it. the best option, just punt. Don't get a quarterback, and just scrape by with with whatever the heck you got, man. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Well, that's what we have to say about him. That's all I got to say about that. Davis Webb. Davis Webb. Six foot four, two hundred and twenty nine pounds. Um, um yeah. yeah, Davis Webb. I mean, senior bowl MVP, Davis Webb, right? Yeah, I mean, this is a guy he beat out Pat Mahomes, right? Sure. Um sure. started two years and then he had to transfer. Um he got injured. Um, and then Pat Mahomes came in and, and established himself yeah. and, and pretty much took that job. So he, he, ended, he ended up transferring to Cal. In 2016. Sure. And in 2016, he set school records, mm-hmm. single-season attempts. 620. Completions. Uh, 382. And tied for all-time touchdowns. Uh, 37. I have 43. Oh, 30. Well, I've got 37 touchdowns last year. Oh, maybe it's 43 total. Total. Rushing Sorry. for six. Yeah. Got it. Um. And he had a 423% winning percentage. He went 11 and 15. He's the MVP of the Senior Bowl. Yep. He's got a good arm. He's accurate. Yeah, I, I think this guy is a uh, a nice little project quarterback. I think he's got some good tools to work with. Yeah. Um, I don't think he is 
I think he's probably like a NFL, like a third round draft pick in the NFL, fourth round maybe. Almost like a, I mean, like compare comparable to like a Mike Glennon. He's six five. I, no, I know he's got all the six, tools. Five. That's why I, I just kind of see him as a Mike Glennon type of guy, which isn't terrible. I mean, he's a he's a good guy. He's a he's a good prospect long term. I'm not sure he's ready for the NFL right no, this not, second. No. None of these guys are ready. No, not, there's we don't have to precedent that by saying any of these guys are ready. Right, but I but I think he makes good throws. I mean, I, um. He just needs to get a little bit more consistent. I think get get a little bit more used to taking snaps from under center and taking drops and stuff like that, which which was not a big part of you know Cal's game. Obviously, um, there's a lot of things to go his way to be a starter. In an I think he's got to have some things break his way. Yeah. Yep. Um. So let's break away from him and go to another quarterback. Sure. Brad Kaya from Miami, okay. six foot four, two ten, uh, went twenty three and 60.6% completion record. Uh. 9,968 yards passing, 69 touchdowns, 24 interceptions. I think when we get Mike in here next week, I want to give his, his opinion on Brad Kaya. Since right. He this episode. Mike literally would, would have watched and seen and obsessed over every single one of his snaps ever. So it, it would be, a, it's a good resource. He's Miami's all time leader right. in completions and attempts and third most in touchdowns, which is good yeah no that's that's pretty good i mean they've had they've obviously had some good guys roll through i mean i think it's kind um, of offsetting when you have the most attempts you should have the most completions I, I mean if yeah but i think that's more of a product of the time i think you know obviously offenses now just throw the ball more wait i mean you're not better than bernie Kozar. right he's Kelly. not better than bernie Kozar or, or jim kelly or any of those yeah. guys just because he's thrown the ball more and then completed more yeah. i think if they would have thrown the ball this many times they would have completed you know way more and had more intercept i mean more touchdowns i mean he can make all the throws he's got like to me he's got an nfl arm um I, he's got a he's got a he's got enough arm strength he doesn't have like a, an amazing no no arm. no yeah, yeah. I, I, he's one of these guys that has good, enough nfl enough. good enough caliber arm. sure sure showed some good velocity on throws um Played in a pro style offense, which mm. kind of helps. Bonus uh, plays under center. That is huge. That's huge for right. NFLs. Right. Um, and he when he when he had a clean pocket, he was pretty accurate. Right. I think we were, we were talking about this before. Um, before the show, he's got no mobility. He oh, can't move. It. He can't move at all. Dude, he is like that guy when you see in Santa Monica Boulevard that's painted silver and standing on a bucket and does not move. <laughs> he is a statue. He's bad, man. I mean, he is like I. I quite possibly have not seen a more immobile quarterback in my life. It's it's pretty bad, man. I mean, speaking of, you know, Bernie Kozar, it I think Bernie might have moved a little bit better than this. I mean, it's bad. And Bernie didn't move. Bernie couldn't move. I mean, this guy, again, good ball placement when everything is cool, calm, and collective back there. But when it's time for him to get moving, I mean, this guy. Is and you're just, not even talking about running. You're like talking. I'm talking. Just you're moving talk, in the pocket. Moved out of your spot and like having to reset your feet. He's he's all over the place. He struggles. He just completely falls apart. Struggles he's to throw the ball all over the place. I mean, a bad offensive line is gonna kill this guy. I mean, he's got to go somewhere like Dallas. You know what I mean? And like he's got to go somewhere or just get worked on. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just weird. It's like almost weird, like how he can't. My name's Matt, but I'm gonna be frank right now. Um, this guy's not gonna make it in the NFL. In my opinion. Just that just can't move that no, much. I, yeah. No, I just don't. I just don't see it, man. Um, not a Kaya guy. Well, Frank, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, if somebody could work on his mobility, 
I think he could play in the NFL. I'm interested to get Mike's take, but I, I this guy, I'd be surprised if he made it past like third string quarterback. It status. looks like he's a death sentence out there. Like, I mean, how many quarterbacks out there really can stand there in the pocket and throw really well? I'm sure there's a ton of them. Sure. That's not the way the NFL works. No, man. Uh, it's too I hard. feel I feel bad for the kid because he came out early. Like, I think he should have stayed in school for another year and, and either milked that or worked on stuff that he could work on because I, I don't think he's NFL caliber right now. Yeah, he's really one to, like, again, I mean, he showed he has a good arm, had some really nice placement on the ball, showed really good f- fundamentals. I mean, his play action passes were phenomenal. I mean, he really caught, like, a lot of defenders, and plus his competition wasn't great, but, I mean, he, dude, his fundamentals, like, doing a play-action pass, I mean, it was money. Like, it was NFL-caliber money. Um, but, again, I mean, any kind of pressure whatsoever, and he had to, like, move his feet, step up in the pocket, like, he kind of, like, slowly keep walking towards the line of scrimmage, and you're like, hey, why don't you move outside a little bit? Because he can't. And he can't. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, he drops the ball then down. Like, he's like, oh, somebody yeah. strip this. He basically poops himself. <laughs> Every time he's got to move, he just Oops, poops. I shit my pants. <laughs> he just poops himself. <laughs> there it goes again. Yep. Another stripe down the back. <laughs> Give it to me. All right, let's get into our last quarterback here. All right. Uh, Nathan Peterman. Sure. Six foot two, 225 pounds from Pitt. Yep. Dude's got monster hands. They're like nine and seven eighths. Pretty good. I mean, that's about the same size as mine. Dude, this guy threw <laughs> this guy threw for three hundred eight yards and five touchdowns versus the national championship. Clemson. He they, he beat them. He's the only one that beat him this year. Telling you, man, tore yep. him up. Yep. Um, he went 61.1% completion percentage, five thousand four hundred one hundred forty two yards, forty seven touchdowns, fifteen interceptions. Pretty good numbers. Rushed the ball for five hundred eighteen yards and four touchdowns. This guy is Mister Safe. He's a solid QB. He's a safe QB playing a pro-style pro offense. Pro-style offense is huge, man. Showed they could read the field. Made some really good, uh, you know, pre, uh, pre-reads. Sure. You saw that going on? Sure. Solid mobility. Uh, I saw that. Who showed he's pretty tough today. Dude, I saw many times he was not afraid to stand in the pocket and make a throw. Uh-huh. Um, but the guy doesn't have, like, a rifle arm. No, um, no. I, I, I literally wrote, you know, he's, he's, got, he's, got, he's got enough arms. He's got yeah. enough arms, right? Dude, he just kind of, like. He, he's like too safe. Like he played it too safe. You like, said you you comped him to Alex Smith, which which I, I don't, I'm not sure he's quite as athletic as um, Alex Smith. He he is a, actually a better athlete than you would expect, but I'm not sure he's that athletic. But I don't think that's a bad comp at all. As far as um, he's not going to lose you games. No. Um, I'm not sure for fantasy wise, he's going to be anything more than a. You know, QB, Alex Smith, QB two <laughs> type of guy, yeah. right, right. So, um, which means he he could start in NFL and he help you win. But I dude, think I think I think he's a classic example of helping an NFL team more than more than the he's Alex Smith, team. dude. Right. I mean, this guy does not throw the ball downfield. Right. I mean, never. I mean, dude never throws the ball downfield. He's just way too safe. Like, and even something like that, like he'll like he'll he'll start to run because he's trying to play it safe too much. He was a guy that would throw the ball away. And, and I saw that on tape that that he wasn't afraid to just throw a ball away as well. So that I mean from that respect it's good from you know from the other side of the coin is he just playing it too safe? I mean, who knows. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing, yeah. I mean, look at the Chiefs. Okay? You're not going to win a Super Bowl with Alex Smith. It's going to be really hard to do that. Yeah, right. You have okay. to have everything else everything overcompensating else be and in order to Is win. Alex Smith starting in NFL for a long time? Sure has. Yeah. Are you starting him on your dynasty team? Hell no. So no. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I mean, like, 
He's literally like Alex Smith is the quarterback that's on your roster literally just because he starts in the NFL and like if I need somebody. Right. But if you have to start him, you're like, shut. Yeah, he's like emergency break glass type <laughs> of guy. <laughs> if all else Sound fails. the alarm. Yeah. Break glass. <laughs> Alex Smith is here. This guy went for a whole year without throwing a touchdown to a receiver. Yeah. <laughs> How's that even possible in the NFL? What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you, Alex? Gosh. Go back to Utah. Throw to somebody with a number 80 something. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, Nathan Peterman. Not bad quarterback. No, he, I, I like him. I, I, I like him as well. He is a very safe pick. Um, like he's one of those quarterbacks like that could start, but like if he was your backup, you'd be like, yeah, dude, we got Peterman as our backup. This guy's like legit. Like you said, like he's not going to lose your games. Right. He's going to go in there and throw the ball and play okay. I see this guy five years down the road coming in there, maybe like somebody does get hurt and he th- strings together like five good games because there's not a lot of tape on him. Then sure. somebody's offering him a contract sure. and then he's your starter and you're like, oh, we're not going to win with this guy. But I'll take him over Brock Osweiler. Yeah, absolutely. Today. Yep. I'll take a I'll, dude. Honestly, I'll take most of these quarterbacks over Brock Osweiler. You hate that guy. He's a turd, dude. <laughs> what do you want to do? Dude, I, agree. I I agree. When you I'm... polish a turd, it's still a turd. It's still a turd. Bro. You know what I learned today? Which mm. is nothing to do. Just speaking of darkness, I literally just I'm 37 years old, right? I just learned. You want know a toaster? Those numbers on the toaster. Yeah. What are those numbers for? How dark you want your toast? Wrong. You're wrong. What do you mean? That's what I thought it was for too. It's minutes. Well, that equates to how dark you want your toast. I know, but that's what I thought it was, too. It was like, how, the, how, do, how dark do you want your toast? You want your toast to be black? Put it on a five. You want your toast to be a little medium crispy? Put it on a three. Like, three crispy. I always, dude, it's minutes. I didn't know that. I, learned that. I literally learned that about two hours before you came over. That's not like a breaking revelation news or anything. Oh, yes, it is. It directly equates to how dark you want your toast. It's just a meter there, just like time is a meter of. Yeah, you know, but you never thought it meant minutes. So, what if you just thought, like, no, of course I not. Yeah, yeah, but it's all the same thing. Darkness. I mean, the, the higher the number, the darker your toast. The Char- higher the number, the I longer. I want Charlie the Murphy toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, so, that's it. Uh, you learned something. Yeah, I just. Learn something. I thought it was weird. I was like, I'd never do that. I'd never get it. I thought it was, I, I thought the same thing to you. It was like darkness or crispiness. What do you like your toast? How uh, do you like it? Like a three? Um on my toaster, it is right below the four. Right below. Oh, so you like it dark. Uh, it's a little bit Some below good crunch the four. to it, right? Yeah. So it's a little bit, you know, above the three and a half mark, because I have a three and a half, mm-hmm. which is obviously three minutes and thirty seconds. So I like it about three minutes, 45, maybe three, three okay. minutes, 50. Okay, timing out there. Yep. Dude, I can't eat my turkey sandwich if my bread's not toasted. Really? Yeah, I don't like turkey. I don't, I don't know why it is, but I don't like turkey sandwiches. Like, like deli turkey? Like deli turkey. I don't like it with a soft bread. I don't know why. I just had a deli turkey sandwich today for lunch. You toast that bread, you put some mayo on it, cut it in a triangle for me, boom, I'm, a, I'm slamming I'm, it. I'm definitely a triangle cutter. Yeah, I like the triangle. So much too. easier to eat. You get the corner. I mean, like, there's a nice good corner to take a big bite of. And you feel professional about yeah, it. Like, oh, hey, yeah. hey, I ordered this from a restaurant. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chef Dotson over here cutting my food in triangles. Yeah, you can't cut it into rectangles. That's ridiculous. What did I say, Rank? Yeah, no, no, oh, no. No, I'm just saying. We obviously oh. are right. Yes. Because <laughs> now I didn't even know what you're talking about for a second, but you're right. There is people out there. They cut their sandwiches into rectangles. And what are you, five years old? Yeah. Cut your damn sandwich in a triangle like you're supposed to. Triangles, man. They look awesome. They're classy. They're easier to eat. And if you don't, just don't cut your sandwich at all. Right. You know, one day I came home drunk from college. I made a spaghetti sandwich because there was leftover spaghetti in the fridge. 
I put like spaghetti, <laughs> mustard, and potato chips on it. Oh, that sounds disgusting, dude. And it, I was so drunk, I, and I was eating it, and I was like, "This is the best sandwich I've just invented greatness, guys." You're gonna see me on commercials. I just invented the best sandwich. Next day, I woke up sober. I was like, "Dude, I remember that sandwich I made. I remember it being phenomenal. I'm gonna remake it." I remade it. Took a bite out of it. I was like, "What the." was i thinking this is disgusting. that sounds gross uh, the things we do when we're drunk oh uh, yeah well that's it for today okay uh next week we'll be back we're gonna have mike come in this weekend we're gonna do a little pre-podcasting sure. not the night before so if something breaks on like tuesday well we record on saturday yep then mike and i are gonna go out and get drunk together good deal man so uh we're gonna do our podcast up we're gonna get into the running backs sweet with at dynasty and mike here cool man yeah people love that guy He makes the show. He's the bestest. He's the bestest. So in the meantime, uh, make sure you check out DynastyNerds.com every single day. Again, we always mention ways to help the podcast or help the site. Literally just go to the site every single day. Every one of you just go there, make it your homepage. Uh, We have new articles up every single day. Sure. A lot of rookie profiles, tons of rookie profiles out there. Great articles. We have tons of articles. I can't wait to get in next week. I want a Twitter rant video about Leonard Fournette and Cook, how people are arguing how which one's better. They're both great. We'll get into it next week. Sure, but, uh, sure. Make sure you go to com every day. We have ADP in the process of getting made right now. Cool. I uh, will have that out January or February ADP by the 1st of March, courtesy of at Fantasy Outlaw. If you want to get in some mock drafts, make sure you follow at Fantasy Outlaw. He does all our ADP right now. Uh, he's a new guy in the block. All right. Uh, make sure if you want to support the podcast freely, if you have an iPhone, stop what you're doing. It's going to take two seconds. Because Rich is about to ruin. Uh, the images and the style that you're used to, that may look funny, but no, it would be money, see? If you get on there and give us a rating and a review. Wow, dude, that was actually pretty smooth. So if you do that, I'm going to read it, and I'm going to be happy about it. Yeah. That's it. I mean, we're up. To, I think we're up to 247 reviews, so you know me. I need to get to you 250. You need to get to 250. I have to get to 250. You're actually, like, starting to itch a little bit because yeah. you're getting so close. It is. I look every day, so I'm okay. just going to – I don't know why I love reading them, but I love reading them. So if you have an iPhone, just stop what you're doing for one minute. Click leave a review. Now, I might say, hey, you need to sign into your Apple account, but that's okay. That takes another 10 seconds. You should know your password You should know, good. and if you don't, it's a good time to refresh it. In, True in story, your, in your homie. Memory. True story. Click leave a rating review. Let me know how much you like me. Let me know how much you don't like Matt. Uh, and let us know what you think of the show. Or Honest I mean, review. Or, I mean, how, however you really feel. Dude, if you think this show is a poop sandwich, then let me know it's a poop sandwich. But you know that's not true. Uh, and if you love the show, let me know why you like the show. Hashtag two to three year window. Hashtag sure. sleep fan. <laughs> Hashtag sleep fan was a good one. It's a great one. Yeah. All time. We'll be doing this show more 50 and be like, Sleeping. <laughs> uh, if you want to support the site in other ways, obviously you could buy an awesome Dynasty Nerds t-shirt and increase your uh, high five intake. Yeah, oh, man. Indeed. It's the, the there was tr- that one guy that was afraid to even wear that thing outside of the house. Smart guy. Yeah, very smart. smart. guy. He didn't want his hand to get all beat up. Probably had chicks in the window just drooling all over them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they are American Apparel tri-blend t-shirts. So comfortable. Most comfortable t-shirt in the world. It's the number one response I get when people buy the shirt to go, Dude, I totally thought you were like trying to say those shirts were so comfortable just to try and pimp your shirt, which is, makes sense. But you were telling the truth. And I'll say this all the time. We don't lie on the podcast. No. We're the hell does it get a benefit us to lie? We're documenting on tape here. People come back and put it back in our face. Exactly. <laughs> I was talking to our writers today in our group t- chat. And I was like, listen, man, just write good stuff. And the proof's in documentation, man. You know, like people You're- can go back and you die. Like us, I was like, you know, we've been doing the podcast for three years. Like if we were like giving people bad advice, People wouldn't be listening. Sure. 
Um, but people, a lot of people listen, so we're doing something right. Um, so uh, yeah, the shirts are pretty sweet, and of course, we have a donation page. We do for the nerd herd. The nerd herd. Um, we're working on some cool prizes to give away. Um, next month we might have a really cool prize to give away for many people. Um, all the some all you have to do that is just donate one dollar to the site. That's it. That's it. And one. for that month, you're qualified for the nerd herd. Sure. If you donate twelve dollars, you're in for a whole year. You're a whole year. And Matt and I are starting to nerds, uh, the Superflex League. Sure. Right? Uh, we are only picking pe- nerd herd members to be in a league with us. So uh, to be qualified for that, if you make a $25 donation for the site, you get two things here. You get to be a nerd herd member for two years and one month. Sure. Which is right around March of 20, 2019. Right, $25, 25 months. So you can win a prize every single month that we give away. Um, and you're qualified to win a spot in our Superflex League free of charge it's gonna be a hundred dollar buy-in but we'll get you well it's not free you're paying 25 bucks so you're getting 75 bucks for free you win 75 bucks right you get a bit of league with us forever which is that's the real that's where you really win right i mean we can talk smack to each other i can make fun of your pets uh all kinds of stuff like that i'm not sure why you'd want to make fun of people's pets because after pets they're not as good as dynasty fantasy football i mean i'm gonna let you know okay uh and then two from the rest of those donators we're gonna pick the winners of the league as well so. Right, we're going to pick the, the people that pay their way in. Yeah, pay their way in. Sure. So if you donate $25 to the website in the donation page, you have a chance to be in the league with Matt and I. It's kind of like we're whoring ourselves out for cash. Kind of feels like that. Yeah, but we're going to take Especially that money. Especially the way you're sitting in that chair right now. Yeah, dude, I'm feeling like Sharon Stone basic Cl- instinct over <laughs> close here, dude. Your, close your legs. No, no, nah, nah, come over and take a whiff. <laughs> uh, and, of course, all the money that does come into the site, again, none of that goes into my pocket nor Matt's pocket. Unfortunately, nope, it sure doesn't. But we are in talks of doing something super sweet. We're talking about taking the site to the next level and coming out with something awesome, which we're not going to discuss. No, because it's in a way premature, right? Way premature stages. But when it does come to fruition, you guys are going to be like, Holy shnikes, dynastynerds.com is the greatest thing that ever happened in my fantasy, dynasty fantasy football life. Booyah. That's a well, that's the plan, right? That's the plan. So by you helping us, we're helping you. That's the plan as well. So until next week, carry on and your lovely February. Hope you guys had a great Valentine's Day. Hope you cuddled with somebody. If not, I hope you cuddle with yourself. If not, cuddle up with us and listen to some podcasts. Smooch to the nooch. Mm. All right, see you next week. All right, Brody Noochies. Ready, set, Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.